Welcome to the Listings Lab podcast with Jess LaNouvelle, founder of the Listings Lab and best-selling author of More Money, Less Hustle, becoming the seven-figure real estate agent. Are you ready to learn how to scale your real estate business from six to seven figures and create unlimited scalability and financial freedom in the process? It's time to take back your life and avoid the oh-so-common realtor burnout. Learn techniques and strategies to help you build relationships at scale and create a business full of clients you love with systems that give you the freedom to live your life. It's time to put aside the old school tactics and embrace a new way of business where you can have predictability in everything that you do. Let's get into it. Here's Paul. Hi. <laughs> Paul's amazing. So we're Paul has Paul's one of those people who I love. I love talking to him. He you do you, do you remember the first time we talked? It took you almost a year to join. Yeah, I've been I was creeping. I was a, I was one of the lurkers, you know, one of the people who didn't engage in the conversations, but I was <laughs> you watching. were watching. Yeah, I was watching. Just needed to make sure it was the right fit. And kind of took a little bit of a while to decide on that. I wish I decided to do it a little bit sooner, but you know, we're here now. So we're here now. So let's kind of, let's just talk about like, talk about your business, where you were, you know, what, and then we're, we're, then we're going to kind of, we're going to dig into like more of like the nitty gritty in terms of like what's worked. You've been through the program twice Yep. and you know, what's worked, what you're excited about, like how things have grown just kind yep. of take it away. Like tell any, anything that you think is going to help people. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I did go through it twice and that was because I kind of changed my niche up last second and it's actually benefited me to have done both because yeah. now I kind of dabble in both of them a little bit, but yeah, 2018, I started in 2016, 2017 was when I made uh, my first six figures, which was pretty cool, but it was pure hustle and grind, like nonstop working 27, 2018 was a good year. 2019, it was completely stagnant. It was the same as 2018. And it was still under that hustle and grind culture mentality. Like, cause I'd come from a previous job where I had to work my ass off and I wasn't getting paid very well. So I was yeah. like, I could put in these hours and get pay myself essentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then 2019 rolls around. I see my numbers. I'm like, yes, kind of the same. I don't want to be the same. You want to grow, right? I think yeah. the most addicting part about business is watching the growth of it and watching your baby grow. So that makes, that's right? what's so, fun, right? Yeah. I kind of wanted to, my crossroads was how much harder do I work to make a little bit more money? Like yeah. I don't want to do that. So I decided to kind of look into you guys and how I've always compared it is like all these lead gen applications are like a piece of an engine. Whereas mm-hmm. like listings lab is like, here's the entirety of the engine in pieces. We're going to put them all together for you. And then it's going to be running like a smooth, like it's going to run smooth. Right. So now I'm in a place where I'm in a system and I'm working like it's no BS. I honestly work like half as hard as I used to. Like I don't kill myself anymore. And I've from 2019 numbers, I've tripled my GCI from last year. I'm almost double, but I've also been taking it pretty easy this year. I've (laughs) gone like over 20 something times and like, uh, we've done little mini vacations, staycations kind of things. So yeah. it's been a lot better work and personal life balance. Yeah. Whereas I was finding myself getting burnt out previously because I was grinding so hard. And I think my, well, my were, broken record. Yeah, you go were ahead. grinding. You were grinding yeah. and doing three times less business. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm in a place like I actually kind of, you know, I, I've 
got somebody helping me out now. We've kind of done a little bit of a partnership just yeah. to help scale more to maintain work-life balance. I'm cool with half the check if we're doing more deals and not working crazy, right? So well, I mean, um, and you guys are also, I mean, in terms of like the the trajectory that we've got you on. Yeah. Right. You should be at seven figures next year. That's a goal. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've learned one thing I've learned from this program is set goals that you feel are like completely unreal, Crazy. unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> and just go for it. Why not? Because I feel like if you set yourself short-term small goals, you'll work towards it. And then when you get it, you're like, okay, cool. But like, why not? put an outrageous number out there and see if you can get to it kind of thing. It speeds well, up your you, process, even if you don't make it. I remember when we talked at the beginning of the year, you had put like an outrageous number out yeah. there. And you're essentially there. I'm almost there. Yeah. I'm yeah. almost there. I've still got two months to play with. So it's very doable. We've branched out quite a bit. You've helped us out with that too. So like we're trying to kind of get our hands in a little bit of, uh, we're still obviously doing like the, uh, upsizing as like the, main thing is what we focus on, but now we're starting to be able to kind of dabble without having to uh, spread ourselves too thin. And it's exciting. I like that. It's fun to try new stuff because things can get stagnant from time to time, but it's been really fun to kind of incorporate as well. Well, I also think that people, you know, it it is easy to feel lonely and also get bored. It's a lonely industry for sure. Totally. And I think that like keeping it interesting, being able to, I mean, with your marketing, like you've, you've essentially created a machine that you know, you can kind of scale at will. Yeah. And, um, and I know that like for a lot of people listening to this, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, that doesn't even sound real. Yeah. And, and I, and I get, we get that a lot. And I think even, even like people who've talked to Paul about this, they, you know, Paul's gotten that where they're like, yep. is that even possible? Yeah. Um, but Paul's like the perfect example of like, yes, of course it's possible. And yes, of course, but yeah. also, you know, all of that time that was spent on the grind, on the business generation, on all of that stuff is, is gone. Yep. And so now he's, you know, he, you've only been in the business for three years. This four is my years. fourth full year. Four yeah. years. Okay. So yeah, four yeah. years, you know, four years, he's, you know, you struggled and you, you, you did the grind for the first couple of years and you know, you're going to be at seven figures next year. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't have to feel like this big, crazy, you know, life consuming thing. No, it doesn't. You just got to go about it smartly. Like a system kind of cures all of that worry and you need a really good system. And I'm finding that out on the personal side too, you know, with COVID kind of shook things up for everyone, right? Now that I've kind of put a personal system in place, I've never felt better, honestly, in a pretty good place. And so it's the same with business. Like you put yourself into a good system and it works for itself, essentially. So, so talk to me a little bit about like, you know, what are, what are some of the things that, that I think you think that most people don't really understand about the program or don't understand about like what, what gets accomplished when you implement it? So it's a very multifaceted system. It's not just like a linear, you're going to do your cold calls from this time to this time. It doesn't even include that at all. You don't have to do any of that old school real estate culture. You don't have to do flyers. You don't have to do any of that stuff, right? It's more about using your time smartly and using your time based on what you're good at, as opposed to doing stuff that makes you miserable. Like I was in a previous system. I called two hours a day from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. You'd call what, 50 people in that time? 40 of them would say like, why are you calling me? Two of them might have a good conversation with them. You, eight people just want to have a conversation for the sake of conversation because you know they're bored. And so 
for me, it was about prioritizing what I'm good at. And you refer to it as a zone of genius. And like, now I'm just kind of, you know, worrying, not worrying. I enjoy it, actually. I, I focus on marketing because yeah. marketing is what puts you in front of people. It's not... Uh, it's the one to many, right? And I yeah. think that a lot of the time in more traditional systems, yeah. we're taught constant one-to-one, one-to-one, one-to-one. Yeah. With this, like the reason why it is unlimitedly scalable is because everything is one-to-many. Yeah. And it's all like you learn how to kind of deal with this stuff without having to be too involved in it after a while because you do systematize. It's such a hard word to say. Because you do do that, there's a lot of facets of your now marketing side that you don't really have to care about, worry about too much, I should say. Not care about, you should care, but you don't have to worry about it. So like it's a very multi prong approach between like working your sphere and like getting people to understand who you are. The same reason why a lot of almost everyone in this group is here is because they bought into you as a person and that's kind of reciprocated through the program. So it's really cool. Yeah. I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's attraction marketing and everything that we teach and everything that we do is attraction marketing because, you know, why would you want to build a business based on chasing when you can, when you can build a business based on attracting, right? It's just like, what, like, I think that so many things in real estate become, we build them in a way that's just harder for the sake of it being harder because we feel like we have to earn or struggle or whatever. And there are easier ways. So from, you know, taking that, taking that and kind of taking that to the next level, you know, you've brought in, you're you're starting to grow your team. You're starting to actually scale things. What's next for you? Like what, what are some things that like having gone through this program have made possible? In terms of the business side, it's definitely still scaling and scaling at a comfortable pace. But also make God like I want to start a team next year. Like I, I feel like I'm ready you, well, you already have a bit of a team, a bit of a team. But you know, like you know, not have to still do all the running around and stuff like that to be able yeah. to kind of delegate a little bit and work a little bit smarter. Mm-hmm. So it even kind of takes even further back on that whole like work life balance thing. So that's kind of where I want to be. Is kind of you know you want to build a little empire at least kind of thing. That's where my mindset's at. So yeah. uh, next year will be I feel like a big step towards that. What would you say is like the number one thing that you didn't know or that you wish that you'd known kind of coming into the listings lab that would have made you, would have made you, you know, act faster or would have, yeah. Like what's something that, you know, people don't know. The, uh, the law of attraction, (laughs) because in real estate, we're taught to call, 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 knock, knock, knock. And you have to earn that person's respect and trust and comfort comfort, like being comfortable with you kind of thing and opening up and telling you about your plans. And I have two kids, like doing that is difficult when you're constantly calling and following up and they don't remember you. It takes like what, seven calls for a person on average to kind of remember who you are and kind of start remembering Mm -hmm. conversations. I'm just throwing that number out there, but I remember from like the old lead generation. It's five to seven. Yeah. Five to seven. Yeah, exactly. I remember from the old lead generation, like you have to call them this many times for them to start remembering you. You have to build that relationship. Whereas with uh, attraction marketing, it's more about like, hey, this person's cool. Like they like the Leafs too. I'm a big hockey guy. So it's a conversation I've had. It's like, yeah, how are they going to do this year kind of thing? And it's with strangers. It's not even like, uh, it's not even people that I know. And it's really cool in that sense. And so it's about building relationships through kind of finding common grounds with other people. And it also helps push away people too. They might not like my style. I'm a little more on the casual side. So if someone wants someone who's a little more done up in that sense, I'm not that guy. I well, like this allowed you to be yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And 
that's part of the thing with working marketing on in the in the typical sense is when you do end up getting someone's trust, they may not be your ideal client. They may want you to be acting a certain way or, or used to you acting a certain way to be able to gain that business. Whereas attraction marketing is like kind of like here I am and this is it. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think that it's it's really important for people to understand and like it, it is a fundamental mindset shift when it comes to, you know, this is the way that 90% of people are being taught to build yeah. their business. They're, they're being taught to chase, they're being ca- taught to call, they're being taught to, you know, to do the same things that everyone else is doing. Yeah. Whereas in, you know, the way that you've built out your, your messaging, your brand, your marketing, yeah. it's all really been, not only does it feel good because it's authentic to you, but yeah. it also is a, a huge differentiator. And, you know, we had this conversation in this group last week that, you know, some people agreed, some people didn't, but I think it's, it's so important for people to understand that there's too many people in real estate now to just for, for everybody just to do the same thing. Yeah. And and if nothing's, and and I say this all the time, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And especially if you've been in the same space space in your business or you're not, you know, the, the typical stuff really isn't, isn't resonating with you Yeah, and you don't feel like, okay, I want to get up every day and I want to get up every day and I want to make my phone calls. And that's what makes me happy. Yeah. Just understanding that you don't have to do it that way. And there actually might be slash there is a more effective way of doing things that is going to feel good. And yeah. it's going to be more scalable. And I, I ask myself this, like per, even personally, every time we make a decision in the business, if it's something that I have to take on, it's, is this unlimitedly scalable? Right. And do I like doing it? Yeah. Is this how I want my business to grow? Is this how I want my business to look? Because really at the end of the day, if we're not adaptable and we're not using the tools that we have that are available to us in the world, I mean, you go outside right now, what's everybody doing? You know, everybody's looking at their phones. Yeah, I know. Right. Digital distractions very real. It's it's very real. And yeah. what like, you know, is it good for humanity? Maybe not. But mm-hmm. is it is is it an opportunity from a business standpoint? Absolutely. Yeah. Like right? are, is everyone reading a newspaper? No. Is everyone most people throw out their flyers right away. Like they don't care who it's from. Oh, 100 percent And and honestly, we're, you know, we're also coming into an age where you know, people are like the attention is limited. Yeah. And not only is it about breaking through the noise and being able to get that initial attention, but also there's an art and a science to holding that attention. Exactly. Right. And so not only does the way that this system work bring you in new business, new relationships, new clients, but it also allows you to a lot more effectively nurture and convert. Yep. I hate the word convert, but nurture and convert the the friends, the family, the past clients that it, yep. it, there's there's an element of, you know, it's this very a very Canadian thing to say, but like to create that to create that hockey stick. Yeah. in your business and doing things manually will never hockey stick your business. You'll never have exponential growth over the course of a short period of time yeah. doing everything manually. Yeah. And like you mentioned, like you want to be doing the things that you want to do. You can automate everything else. Right. And yeah. 
Part of the benefit of staying top of mind is working on those referrals without even having to directly touch base with them because you're constantly acting. You're constantly touching base with them. Exactly. You're touching base with them indirectly, right? And so as long as you have your presence there and you're kind of giving out the right message, like ROI, like you mentioned with your guide and all that stuff, there is an art to it. It's not just posting market stats and saying like, here you go, decipher it yourself. It's more about like, breaking it down and kind of, you know, putting your human touch onto it. And it's, in my opinion, my best action is when I kind of open up a little bit in terms of vulnerability, because people go through similar things. They're just too scared to talk about it, or they don't want to bring it up on social media. And that's perfectly fine. Right? And a lot of things that people put out there are, and and this is something that we, you and I've talked about a lot. Yeah is this very vanilla, very like very filtered, very perfect image of how they want the world to see them. Yeah. And, you know, it's really boring. Yeah. I, I call social media a mirror. It's like an image of what you want to be or you want the world to see. So for me, social media is just kind of a front oftentimes. So when you read posts and like, oh, I'm having the best time. Ever. Are you actually having the best time? <laughs> ever? Like, you know, so it makes you wonder. But yeah, no, I feel like there's a being authentic on social media is kind of a rarity in my opinion. And it's not like a grab for attention or anything like that. It's, it's providing value. It's it's providing value. And, yeah. you know, even if you do want to look at it, like what, like what the outcome is 90% yeah. of the time, as long as, as long as you're, you, you're talking about your mess that you've already cleaned up, yeah. it is, it's a magnet. Yeah, I agree. I feel like people relate to that. Like I said, like my best host since I've started, was how I fell asleep when we were watching Hot Tub Hot Tub Machine 2 at the movie theaters. It was one of my first dates with Bridget. It was fourth date in, and I'd been working in manufacturing for so long, and I have this internal alarm clock where I pass out at 10, basically. So we did, like, dinner and then movies after, and about 10 minutes into the movie that I picked. I'm such a gentleman on the fourth date. A Hot Tub uh, Time Machine. I'm sure that was her first choice, right? Yeah. Well, it was my first choice, not her. And she was like, what the hell am I doing? This guy seems all right, though. <laughs> um, I passed out within 10 minutes, and that still seems to be, like, my number one in terms of content relation. People laughed. People related. Like, that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff that kind of engages with people as opposed to just saying, like, 2020 September market stat, 2021, whatever, right? Yeah. Is there's authenticity to it and it makes you feel it, it's very real in that sense. Well, it's in a and world it's, where it's human connection. Yeah, and exactly. I think that a lot of the time people forget, they get into this like, you know, ROI outcome, like, you know, yeah, exactly. they, you know, yes, yes, there, sh- there needs to be systems. There needs to be automation. There needs to be tracking in your business. But at the same time, this is a human to human business. Exactly. And people- so many people are pulling the humanity out of it. People buy into you more often than not, as opposed to what you offer, in my opinion, because I feel like when you get into the super high luxury world, then yes, there's a niche there that's like, they got to know what they're doing at that price point. But in general, people want to just work with people they like. Like, no one wants to look at their phone and be like, okay, he's a good agent, but I can't stand him. Now I got to answer the phone. What does he want? Kind of thing. They'd rather be like, all right, Paul's calling. What does he want? kind of thing, right? Like what, what's he got to say now? And instead of like dreading looking at your phone, I feel like people just want to build that person to person and like build a relationship. And people trust people that they resonate with. Exactly. Right? That, it's, it's, it's human nature. And there's a lot of human psychology and nuance and stuff that goes into all of this. But at the end of yep. the day, the outcome is just attract the people who want to work with you on a larger and larger and larger scale. Yep. And you can go from, you know, new or low six figures 
or wherever you are in your business to yep. seven, multiple seven figures over the course of a few years. Yeah. If you just do it well and you just execute on it and you change something. And I yeah. think that that's, that's the key, right? Um, it's funny. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, go for it. As I say, I've done way more deals than I have uh, in the past, just in this one year alone. And the two that I've let go were both referrals that I didn't kind of get a feel for. I, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. referrals, you want to execute them. You want to make whoever sent them to you happy, but they weren't in my tribe. Like they were not they weren't your people. ideal for me and I wasn't ideal for them. And we had to part ways, right? But everyone else that I've pulled myself, whether it's through Sphere or whether it's like, you know, that cold audience that, you know, gets to know you and likes you, everything's gone smoothly for the most part. So it's really funny how that works. You really do kind of, attract your own tribe, which is really cool because it creates for this really stressful, like all the personalities, when you do get busy, you're dealing with a lot of people at the end of the day, right? So you want to make sure that they're, they're within your kind of what you would want to be working with as opposed to like grinding it out and not being uncomfortable with who you're working with. Cause I've done that twice, like I said, and eventually we had to part ways because it was, it wasn't working out for either party. And I was totally okay with that. I I think that you've, you've touched on something that I just want to, I just want to pull out a little bit. It's that higher quality of client, exactly. right? It's, it's the people who you actually genuinely want to be working with that, that are coming to you saying, Hey, I've seen your stuff. I want to work with you. Like, let's, let's do this as opposed to you constantly having to sell yourself. Yeah. And the haggling's not there. That's the best part. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's more about like, all right, you're cool. Like, I like you, you know, your stuff, you seem like a good guy. We have this relationship. Yeah. Let's work together. It's less about like the first question being, what do you charge? You know, that's yeah. Like, will will you give me a discount? Post. Yeah, exactly. I hate yeah. that question. That's an automatic deterrent for me. If that's the first question, I'll be like, I can't, I'm not great. I'm you. not your person for sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, this was super helpful. Paul's awesome. He's a bit, he's like, like he said, like super vulnerable and super open book. So if you, if you have any questions for him, just let him know and we'll see you soon. Take care. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. To talk to our team about how the Listings Lab can help you grow your business, visit thelistingslab.com forward slash apply. If you enjoyed this episode, please give the podcast five stars on iTunes and help us to reach other agents who want to massively scale their business the modern way. And if you want more marketing and scalability strategies for your real estate business in between episodes, then join the Listings Lab Facebook group or follow Jess on Instagram at Jess Thanks again for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us next week.